Welcome back. India has many religions, and this week our kahani comes from the religion of Sikhism. Sikhism was established by Guru Nanak in the 15th century in Punjab, India. I think I heard that Sikhism is a mix of Islam and Hinduism. Is that true? Actually, yes, it is. While Sikhism is its own religion, it was born because there was a lot of religious conflict between the Hindus and Muslims, and also within the Hindus themselves because of the caste system. Ah, now let's talk about the caste system. There are four castes in India. Brahmin, Kshatriya, Vaishyas, and Shudras. Shudras are the lowest caste, and back in the day, they were mistreated by the other three castes. Did you know they were not even allowed to go into a temple and worship? What? That's so unfair. Well, I heard that Guru Nanak preached that God is within everyone and everything. Everyone is equal in the eyes of God. It doesn't matter if you're rich or poor, boy or girl, or what caste you belong to. He continued to say, everyone can reach God by living a life based on three moral principles. The three golden rules which the six follow are, number one, to remember God constantly through meditation. Number two, to earn an honest living. And number three, to practice compassion and humility by sharing earnings through charity and seva, which means giving selflessly. You know, I love what sick means. Can you help me explain it to everybody? Well, the word Sikh means disciple or learner. The Sikhs follow a guru, and there were nine gurus after Guru Nanak. The last guru was Guru Gobind Singh Ji. He introduced many of the customs that are practiced today. He declared that the Sikh holy book, the Guru Granth Sahib, would be his successor, so now it serves as a guide for Sikhs. I really like how the name Sikh beautifully describes the religion. This week, our stories highlight the value of faith. Faith means putting complete trust in God and in ourselves. Now, without further ado, let's hear about Bhai Bela, the perfect disciple. Bhai Bela Ji was a Sikh during the times of the 10th Guru, Guru Gobind Singh Ji. One day, Bhai Bela Ji came to Guru Ji and asked, Can I please come and stay with you, Guruji? Guruji agreed, saying, You can come and stay here, my son, but you must do seva. Which means serving selflessly. Guruji told Bhai Belaji, You have three choices of seva. You can do langar seva, which means cooking and serving food. You can do seva of reciting the Gurbani, which means to sing the praises of the Lord. Or you can do seva of joining the army to protect uh, India against the Mughals. Bhai Belaji replied, I want to do seva, but I don't know how to cook. I do not know how to read the Gurbani, and I have never used a weapon before. So Guruji assigned him the duty of looking after the horses and their stables. Guruji added, I will teach you the Gurbani, my son. I will review one line per day and I want you to practice it throughout the day and recite it to me next morning. Once you have learned that line, I will continue teaching a new line every day. So slowly over time, Bhai Belaji started learning the Gurbani. 
One day, Bai Belaji came to Guruji, eager for his next lesson. But Guruji was busy preparing to go out. Just as Guruji was about to leave, Bai Belaji got in the way, saying, Guruji, Guruji, I am ready for my next lesson. I want to learn the next line. To which Guruji replied, Bai Bela, na vak vichare na vela. Which means, Bai Bela, you are not considering the circumstances I'm in. I am busy and I must go out. Yet, Bai Belaji was so innocent and obedient that he thought Guruji's comment was the line of the day. And he spent his entire day practicing that phrase. He repeated, Bai Bela, na vakat bichare na vela. Bai Bela, na vakat bichare na vela. Bai Bela, na vakat bichare na vela. When the others who were also there to do seva, also known as sevadars, heard Bai Belaji, they started laughing and they began teasing him. But Bai Belaji just ignored them and he continued repeating the phrase. Bai Bela, na vakat bichare na vela. He was eager to learn it so well, so he could please Guruji the next morning by reciting it correctly. Well, the following morning when Bai Belaji went to meet Guruji, the rest of the Sevadars had gathered there as well. They wanted to see Guruji get angry with Bai Belaji for incorrectly reciting his line. However, when Bai Belaji recited the line, Bai Bela, na bakat vichare na vela. Guruji instead got up and embraced Bai Belaji. Guruji said, Come, come my son, give me a hug Bai Bela. You are my true disciple. You did not allow your intelligence to get in the way of your Guru's words. You believe that your Guru's words to be 100% true and did not consider your own intellect to be about that of your Guru's. Too often, we judge ourselves to be more clever, more knowledgeable than our Guru or God. Bai Belaji just thought about Guru's words. He was so innocent and obedient that he placed his entire faith in the Guru's words, forsaking his own mind and intellect. I really like this story about the unshakable faith that Bai Bela had in his guru, his teacher, his spiritual guide. I also like this story, but what if somebody doesn't have a spiritual guru? Great question. Did you know that the Sikhs believe that the guru is their way to get to God? For people who do not have a guru, they need to have the same faith in God as Bai Bela had in his guru. Sometimes we just need to remember to have complete faith in God and God's plan. When things do not go the way we plan and we are not sure what to do, we need to have the utmost faith that God has a plan and He has our back. Remember the song God's Plan by Drake? In the end, we have to just remember to have faith that God does everything for our own good. That's so true. So the next time you feel like things aren't going right or things just aren't fair, remember that this is all a part of God's plan and God does everything for our own good. This actually reminds me of a story of a little girl who had a lot of faith. This story was told by a man who had been on a long flight. The first warning of the approaching problems came when the sign on the airplane flashed on, fasten your seatbelt. Then, after a while, 
a calm voice said, Ladies and gentlemen, we will not be serving beverages at this time, as we are expecting a little turbulence. Please be sure your seatbelt is fastened. As he looked around the aircraft, it became obvious that many of the passengers were becoming apprehensive. Later, the voice of the announcer said, We are so sorry that we're unable to serve your meal at this time. The turbulence is still ahead of us. And then the storm broke. The loud cracks of thunder could be heard even above the roar of the engines. Lightning lit up the darkening skies. And within moments, the great plane tossed around. One moment, the airplane was lifted on terrific currents of air. The next, it dropped as if it was about to crash. The man confessed that he was scared, like many of the people around him. He said, as I looked around the plane, I could see that nearly all the passengers were upset and alarmed. Some were praying. The future seemed uncertain, and many were wondering if they would make it through the storm. And then I saw a girl to whom the storm meant nothing. She had tugged her feet beneath her as she sat on her seat and was reading a book. Everything within her small world was calm and orderly. Sometimes she closed her eyes, then she would read again, then she would straighten her legs, but worry and fear were not in her world. When the plane was being thrown around by the terrible storm, when it lurched this way and that, as it rose and fell, when all the adults were scared out of their minds, the marvelous child was completely calm and unafraid. The man could hardly believe his eyes. It was not surprising, therefore, that when the plane finally reached its destination and all the passengers were hurrying to get off, he stayed back to speak to the girl whom he had watched for such a long time. He asked the little girl, Were you not afraid of the storm, little girl? The sweet child replied, My daddy is the pilot of the plane and he's bringing me home. I knew we would be home. I just knew it. What a wonderful story about having faith. This girl had complete faith in her dad, the pilot. She knew that he had control the entire time and would get her home safely. This is the same way we need to have faith in God. God is our pilot and will take us to our destination safely. A good reminder is that every time we look at money in the U.S., it says, in God, we trust. So let us trust him. Let us remember him and let us have faith in him. Now we'd like to share a beautiful poem that perfectly describes how God is always with us. This poem is called Footprints in the Sand. One night I dreamed a dream. As I was walking along the beach with my Lord, across the dark sky flashed scenes from my life. For each scene, I noticed two sets of footprints in the sand one belonging to me and one to my Lord. After the last scene of my life flashed before me, I looked back at the footprints in the sand. I noticed that many times along the path of my life, especially at the very lowest and saddest times, there was only one set of footprints. This really troubled me, so I asked the Lord about it. Lord, you said once I decided to follow you, you'd walk with me all the way. But I noticed during the saddest and most troublesome times in my life, there was only one set of footprints. I don't understand why. When I needed you the most, you would leave me. 
He whispered, my child, I love you and will never leave you. Never, ever. During your trials and testings, when you saw only one set of footprints, it was then that I carried you. Wow, that is so powerful. The poem reminds me that even though we may not see God, He is always with us. Just like how we feel the wind, we need to feel God. So, are you guys ready for the fun fact of the day? I'm ready to share. Remember in the biology story, we talked about langar? Well, langar is a word used in Sikhism for the community kitchen in a gurudwara, which is a place where Sikhs go to worship. A meal is prepared for distribution to all the guests. This meal is a vegetarian meal and it's prepared by all the sevadars and everyone eats together, regardless of their caste, color, or gender. And this symbolizes equality of all. That is so beautiful. I cannot wait to eat in the longer again. We hope you enjoyed this week's Kahani. Please stay tuned for our future Kahanis. Namaste. Culture Kahani